This is Sheldon. Hey y'all, I'm India. And this is Hope Changers Podcast. Podcast. You know what? This is the fourth time we've done this. And every time we keep missing. It's a doggone message. (laughs) I don't care what you have to say. He's tired of it. It's a message. Message, podcast, whatever. Either way, it's Hope Changers. Hope Changers. Hope Changers. All right. Hello, everyone. My name is Sheldon J. Washington, founder, CEO of Hope Changers International. And welcome to the Hope Changers Podcast, Episode 5. We have decided to call this one, Who's Behind the Mic? Yeah, who is behind the mic, you may ask. That's easy. I'll tell you my name. Sheldon J. Washington. You said that already. On behalf (laughs) of the Hope Changers International Organization, I'm behind the mic. And I'm here with my lovely co-host and wife. India Washington. You said that already. You're just being silly. (laughs) And you're giving them your full government, though. Yes, I am giving them my full government because I am founder and CEO right. of Hope Changers okay. International. That's nice. All right. <laughs> so, anywho, this episode, like he said, is called Who's Behind the Mic? We just want to share with you all, um, just give you more of uh, who uh, we are as the founders of Hope Changers. Just give you a little scoop on our personal lives um, as uh, a family um, as a married couple, um, yeah, so we just want to be more relatable, really. We, we decided to do this because we just want to be more relatable to our listeners and be able to just um, share with you on um, who we are as, as believers, Christians, uh, husband, wife, parents, because we are parents um, as well. So let's get into it. First and foremost, I'll tell you who I am. No, I'm not going to do it again. But um, I was born and raised in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Born and raised there. I love Philadelphia. Avid sports fan. Um, Eagles fan, Sixers fan, Phillies fan. Not really too. I'm not really into hockey much, but I love the Eagles and the Sixers. Pretty upset that they lost today. So... It is what it is. We're still two and two. We'll get back. We'll we'll rebound and we'll win another Super Bowl. Ha ha. But um um yeah, born and raised in Philadelphia. Um went to Simon Gratz High School, graduated in two thousand three. Yeah, so I'm kinda old. But uh yeah, born and raised in Philly and um uh, it it has Growing up in Philadelphia has shaped my mindset into how it is uh, today to be straightforward, genuine, um, as honest as possible, and also just try and also being a straight shooter. 
you get those type of traits from living in Philadelphia because Philadelphia is one of those cities where you can't really play around. You have to be real 24-7. I have a huge family. Uh, My mom is one of eight children born to my grandmother, my late grandmother, and uh, our family is huge. Bunch of cousins, bunch of, uh, uh, I have two nephews. I have a sister who's 14 years older than me. That's like another mom. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the baby, which is saying something. So yeah, that's, that's a little bit about me. There's a whole lot more and we'll describe it in this podcast. India, tell them about yourself. So one thing that amazes me about um, my husband is that I found out, well, his mom told me that uh, he was premature. He was a premature baby. And if you guys personally know us, for those who are friends, they know how tall he is now. So it's like you look at him and, and, you know, the Lord does miracles. But he was a premature baby and he's, what, made you six, three, two, Um, one? Six, uh, I'm six one, uh, probably close to six two, not too sure, but yeah, like six one officially. So that's just amazing to me how the Lord, uh, just creates miracles. And I know that He's not the only premature baby, but anywho, so that's Him. Um, I was actually born here in California, we are here currently in California. Um, We actually moved here to California from Philadelphia um, in June, so about four months ago. But anyway, I was actually born here, um, but I was raised in Philly all of my life. I don't know California because I left here when I was a baby, my mom tells me. So um, I was raised in Philadelphia. I uh, went to Roxborough High School. That's where I graduated from, Um, and I did go to college for a little bit. Um, I did go to trade school, um, have a certificate in professional cooking. I also am a seamstress. I love to sew. Um, I love to create like desserts and stuff like that in the kitchen. Um, A lot of people asked me uh, when I was in culinary school, yeah, what's your specialty? Or, you know, is this a passion? Cooking is not really a passion. I went to cooking school because I wanted to be able to cook for the homeless. That's the honest to God truth. I did. Um, But I do like to cook. I more so like to make desserts and stuff like that. Um, uh, Growing up, I uh, loved uh, to dance. I always wanted to be like in a drill team, but it didn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) We were a little, uh, we didn't have any money to join like stuff like that growing up. Drill teams were the thing back then. If you... If you were part of the drill team, and my cousins know, if you were part of the drill team, you were... You, you were popular. Drill teams meant popularity back in the day. I know a lot of y'all young millennials don't know nothing about drill teams and nothing like that. There's still drill teams out there. Yeah, but it's not like what it used to be. Drill teams come down the block, everybody come outside <laughs> and, and, start the, and start seeing what, seeing what the drill team does. You don't see that a lot anymore at all. I think that's only a Philly thing because I've never seen drill teams anywhere else. Even though they're around, I'm sure they are. But, okay, we're getting a tangent. I'm not talking about your teams. So, anywho, um, growing up, I loved to dance. Um, excuse me. I still love to dance, actually. I always wanted to be, like, a background dancer, though. Uh, but I think that 
<laughs> dream is gone now with me being a mama too. I mean, anything can but that's not where I'm going right now. Um, so yeah, I love to dance and uh, I also, uh, at first I wanted to be a, um, a, a designer, like a clothing designer, like just fashioning people or whatever. Uh, but that's not the way I went either. When I went to college after graduating from high school, I studied a little bit of um, criminal justice didn't really work out, left, and then went to culinary school. So that's that. Uh, I am a mom, though. Well, we are parents of two beautiful, lovely children. Um, our, we have a son, eight months, and a daughter who is two. She's just as vibrant and lovely and joyful with her two dimples. And my son is just as happy. He's even more happier than she is, seriously. <laughs> He always mm. bounces around and everything with his little chunky legs. Um, oh <laughs> but we love being parents. It's, it, it can be challenging. It is challenging. Um, we out was pregnant with my daughter um, six months, actually, after we got married. And then um, when she was six months, I found out I was pregnant again with my son. So, yeah, they are very close in age, about... 14 months apart but we we love it we enjoy being parents uh, like I said it's not easy but we we love it we love it it's it's um and uh if I can I, I want to say I do I have chosen to uh, breastfeed my children uh, which I feel like is the healthiest way and my husband knows that I'm the type of person I'm I'm not a medicine person either. Like, I don't really like medicines and stuff. So I do the natural thing as far as, like, with my children when they get sick, I try to make a little, you know, give them tea or make a little natural thing. Mm -hmm. uh, so, and as far as food, the same thing. I like to, I guess, eat organic or um, I just try to eat as healthy and give my children healthy. Like, when my daughter was, uh, and I'm just kind of going off here, but real quick, when my daughter, um, she started eating food when she was five months, and I made her food uh, from scratch, her baby food. I didn't buy any, and I plan to do the same with my son. He has not <laughs> yet at eight months, almost nine. He still has not ate any regular food yet, so I'm waiting for that. <laughs> but I'll do the same thing with him. That's you can eat healthy if you want to. I need I know I need to eat healthy, but I love me some pizza, some fried chicken, cheese steaks. Y'all gotta help him out. Fries, nachos <laughs> with cheese. Um, what else? Uh, fried fish. Just everything that clogs um, your arteries. <laughs> hey, it clogs your arteries, but that is it is good going down. I tell you that much. I love them, but whatever. That's a tangent. All right, so now that what? No, I was just gonna say we can uh, tell them how we met and our our marriage story. Oh, so our marriage story, uh, our marriage story starts in a cold and dreary night in Philadelphia. No, um, not so. I was on Twitter searching for love, <laughs> and nothing was happening. And and the Lord said, go to put the Lord said put in the letter L. So I put the letter L in and Are you gonna tell them the right story or not? This is the right story. It's not. And I put the right and I put the letter L in and 
her Don't bring uh, Twitter page um, came up and it had Little Homemaker. So I said, oh, Little Homemaker. Gosh. I'm looking for somebody to make a home. So let's let's please, look at this page. Can you give them the so right story, then, please? This is my story in my head. This is how I went. So we get, so I look on the page. I'm not lying. So I look on the page and she was like, it just blew me away. She's a little homemaker. <laughs> if you go to her Twitter page, it really says little homemaker. L-I-L, Lil homemaker. <laughs> so I forgot so that I went, that was my Twitter name. <laughs> so I went there and I was I like, I have to contact there. her. I have to contact her. So we DM'd. I slid in the DMs. It didn't work. Okay, I'll give the story. All right, all right. That was just my story off the top of my head. All of of five minutes. It was a good story. Listen, that that was a good story. I guess. Okay, whatever. All right, we'll tell you the full story. So, it was a cold and dreary night in Philadelphia. And I was on Twitter. No, I'm going to switch (laughs) it. So, it was, we actually did meet on Twitter. We met through a friend of ours who started a Christian organization called Unashamed Impact. Um, She started this chapter in Philadelphia and India was one of the city organizers for the chapter. I was very interested in getting onto that and getting into that. So I asked her about it. We connected and uh, we exchange numbers so we can like text and talk and stuff like that, and so we can meet up. Yeah, so um, Brittany connected us. Right? Yes, Brittany Moses. Shout out to Brittany Moses. Hey, Brittany. <laughs> um, so when we went, so we actually met at a church that I'm very familiar with, that my family's actually very familiar with, uh, Christian Stronghold. Um, what? You act like somebody can't say the name of churches or something. So what? Just go ahead, babe. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so we met there, and, and I came out there just to meet her with her. I think you were in the, what, the dance team? Yes. Uh, so um, when when I uh, when we exchanged numbers and everything, uh, like I said, we were just talking on Twitter and stuff like that. Um as far as the city organizer part was, we already, um, we met up. Okay. What I'm trying to say is we met up. Um, I invited him out to my church and we were having, um, something on a Sunday night. And so I just invited him out to him to come out. This was actually my first time physically meeting him. Cause we would just be like texting or talking over Twitter or whatever. And it wasn't, you know, any kind of like, Hey, I'm trying to get with you. It was just, business really because Brittany had hooked us up to be you know for him to be in the group that um that I was running at the time um so yeah he came and uh it was like a little um praise event or whatever at the church and uh and that's how that's how we first uh saw each other so we um also with the group uh it's called Unashamed Impact also with the group we went out and we all it was like maybe five of us at the time we went out we did soup kitchens and stuff like that that's what Unashamed Impact was about just going out and doing things in the community so yep. um that's we was working with Chosen 300 Ministries out in Philadelphia shout out to them they probably won't hear this but <laughs> um but 
yeah, so that's how we met. And then things just progress from there. Now, when I say progress, I don't mean like progress where it was like an attraction <laughs> and and we went out and stuff. It progressed. In my mind, I already progressed. I was like, hey, she's cool. I would like to go, uh, go out with her on a date. So I was standing at the corner of Broad Nolany uh, one night going home and we were talking and I asked India out on a date and you know what she said? No, because I'm really not that attracted to you and I don't really see we were on the phone. We were on on the phone, but that's what you said. I was at Broad Nolany. Oh, oh, oh. Not you. I was going home. And I was, yeah, we were on the phone. I was on the phone with you. So, I just said, since I was just so used to rejection at that point, because every female that I tried to talk to seemed not to be attracted to me. So I just did what I normally do. Just was just like, okay, well, you know, it's cool. We can be friends. And that's how it, that's how it, uh, that's how it began. We were just friends and just talked about the word all the time on the phone, just talked in general on the phone, went to Bible studies. Um, she came to my church, True Life Fellowship Church, and went to Bible study. Um, yeah, yeah, that's how I started. And it was like that for about three years. Now, this is where it gets juicy, people. <laughs> this is where it gets juicy. Oh, stop it. Just go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, so after three years, oh, well, let me back up. Okay. So when I was 24, Back in 2009, I used to pray a prayer all the time, and I used to ask the Lord to show me the woman one day that would be my wife. I was praying for a wife, and I wanted to get married when I was young, but that didn't happen, obviously. So I always ask the Lord to just show me the woman that will that will one, one day be my wife. And the Lord actually gave me... In prayer, and I wrote it down. I still have the book. It's not here in California with me, but I still have the book back in Philadelphia. And the Lord told me exactly what to look for, what my wife would have before I met her. Um, before I mean, that would let me know that she was it. So, and I always kept that with me. So, when I was praying for my um, the woman that woman day be my wife. It was a fast that we were going on with the church because every year um, True Light does a fast in the beginning of the, the uh, bringing in the new year. They do a fast for about a month. It's either a month or a month and a half. So this time we did all of January in like the first two weeks of February. And this is the first time I've ever been committed to doing a fast like for that long. And and I not, I knocked it out the park too. Did every day, didn't didn't drop the ball. Okay, I dropped the ball like twice. I ate before five o'clock a couple times. But um but I was committed to doing this fast and I would get up at three AM every every morning to pray at least two hours. And I never forget it. February twenty fourteen, as we was wrapping up the fast, the Lord said to me, clear as day. Among other things that he revealed to me, clear as day, and he said, India is your wife. And I said to the Lord, I said, Lord, how is this going to work? She is dating someone. 
she's dating someone right now. How is this going to work? The Lord said to me, they broke up. Next night, no lie, next night we were on the phone. And India says, and I remembered how exactly how it went. She said, so I have something to tell you. And I said, what? Right before she said it, the Lord spoke to me in my ear and said, she's going to tell you they broke up. India says to me, yeah, so me and my boyfriend actually broke, broke up. Boy, do you, t- I tell you, I will, has anyone, hold on, has anyone had a Holy Ghost laugh before? <laughs> Has anyone ever ex- experienced a whole a Holy Ghost laugh where the Lord is just so good you just start laughing <laughs> and it's like deep in your spirit you just laughing but it's a laugh like rejoicing like you know the Lord was right. I woke up the next morning and I had that Holy Ghost laugh. People who I I know I, I know people know what I'm talking about. The real churchy folk know what I'm talking about when I say <laughs> Holy Ghost laugh. But, yeah, I had one of those. I called my homie, told him what it was. Man, we was excited. So I held the revelation in for about three months. So, okay, you want to take it from there? No, no, I just wanted to to say that uh, the Lord's always true because uh, the person I was dating at the time, he actually told me that he had a dream of... um, we were all, all three of us, me, Sheldon, and the guy that I was dating at the time, and his dream that he had, we were all in my grandmom's house. He was upstairs, and Sheldon and I was downstairs, and Sheldon and I were talking about, like, yeah, I think the Lord wants us to get married or something like that. And the person I was dating, he was upstairs, and he overheard that. He overheard us talking to that, and that was his dream. And he told me about it. This was before we broke up um he told me about it and I just threw it to the side I was like well I don't like him like that so it don't matter you know I don't know what that's about so we just you know ignored it or whatever but I just wanted to put that out there because the Lord didn't just show that to Sheldon he showed that to the person I was dating at the time at the time and it may sound crazy to people who um <laughs> are listening to this but that's that's the truth so when Sheldon told me that um, after me and this person had broke up, he told me that I was his wife. I was just like, oh, okay. Uh, and then, you know, I hung up the phone and I asked uh, the Lord. I said, Lord, you know, is this you? If it's you, then, you know, just let it happen. I was like, Lord, but, you know, you're going to have to help me because I'm not interested in him like that. I'm like, Lord, you know that, so uh, help me out. But I'm like, if this is who you want for me, then I'm not going to... Um, I'm not going to deny it. You know, I'm not just going to ignore you. Uh, so that that was that. Did you? That's that's her story. That sounds all corny. Wow. Listen, I'm going to tell. That was my side. I'm going to tell you how it really went. That's how all my right. side went. So have, have you ever, you know, thought of something in your mind and your mind plays tricks on you where it's like it's like the best thing ever and you expected somebody to just be like so uh, like, like, just you know, fireworks in the air, and and people just so happy for you. Just with anything in your in your mind, you you have a way how you thought it was gonna go, but then when you do it, it doesn't go exactly what you thought. That's what happened with this. <laughs> in my mind, it was fireworks going off. It was her just being like, really. 
you really oh i i love you too yes i've been waiting for you the lord had told me as well <laughs> that's how i thought about it when i said it and she did exactly what she just said and just said oh, okay i was like i go say my heart was crushed but i am going to say that i was just like lord she doesn't want this. If she don't want it, I don't want it. Don't allow this to happen at all. <laughs> I don't want it. I I was I was excited until I told her, and then I was regretting telling her because I was just like, you know what? I don't want it. I don't want it. Lord, take it back. <laughs> I don't want it anymore. I'm I'm send me to the next person. <laughs> Bring the next one my way, not this one. Nope. I don't want it anymore. Can't do it. Can't win with her. Not gonna do it. But no, <laughs> but um, but no, that's that's how I really felt. But the Lord's ways always went out. So everything just progressed from there. Um, we went on a mission trip to Dominican Republic and Haiti in November of 2014 for 10 days. Was yeah, it 10 days? 11. Uh, 11 days. And I brought a ring from a pawn shop. In the Dominican Republic, I thought the ring was dope. Everybody, it wasn't a pawn shop, it was a souvenir. Shop. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, souvenir shop. I thought it was a pawn shop, I don't, but uh, yeah, it's a souvenir shop. And everybody on the trip, I told my pastor about it. I told the pastor of that, he was like a spiritual father to me, he still is. Um, and I told the other people on the trip about it, and they were rooting for me to do it. They was they kept asking me, like, yo, get this ring get this ring. You can propose to her tonight. And we just let it flow from there. And we have it on video. I proposed to her in the Dominican Republic and she said, yes, but we already knew what was going on. So the yes was kind of like, you know, uh, yeah. Yeah. the yes was kind of already a yes. Yeah. We just made it official, yeah. but, um, that was awesome. It was an awesome moment. And then we went to Haiti People started knowing that we were engaged. And then the fun started when we got back to Philadelphia. Because <laughs> once we sprung it on everybody, people didn't know what to think. Yeah, and they didn't because um, Sheldon and I never dated, honestly. We we never really dated. I mean, from him telling me that I was his wife and then me just agreeing with him um, and just like, you know, just uh, submitting to what the Lord was doing. Um, they just, a lot of people didn't know about Sheldon as far as my family and even his family, because we were just friends. We never dated. So when they heard that we were engaged, they were like, okay, well, who is he? What's going on? Y'all engaged? What, how, who, what, you know? And so that's how it was. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, we, uh, got married about what seven months later, uh, July, 2015. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we had a small wedding. Um, it was really beautiful, though. It was be really beautiful. Um, it was at his church, and uh, we didn't have a reception, um, but we just had a little thing in the back, and then us and a wedding party went to, um, um, about to say Hope Factory. Yeah, Cheesecake Factory <laughs> afterwards. Uh, but it was nice. It was really nice. And uh, three years later, here we are with two two children, and uh, it's been it's been a journey. It's been a struggle. Um, there's been laughter, there's been cries, there's been <laughs> arguments, um, but I'm just starting to see now 
why the Lord put us together, one, how he did, and two, the reason why he put us two in particular together, even down to the reason why I wasn't at first attracted to him. So the Lord is just beginning to teach me um, for several months now that it has marriage and relationship has very little to do with um, attraction and more so to do with purposeful, unconditional love for one another. And that's just mm. what the Lord has been teaching me. Yes, I am attracted to my husband. Yes, I love my husband deeply. But attraction is maybe 10% of a, a marriage. So many people get divorced nowadays because the feeling of love is gone. Also, I can't, po you know, people are like, I can't possibly love you anymore because you don't feel that. But in a real marriage, you may not feel that all the time. Spouses get on each other's nerves. I get on Sheldon's nerves sometimes. He gets on mine. And that's just that. And, you you know, you come back together and you love one another. So um, before we got married, as we were planning our wedding, I was just on my bed. And I was like, Lord, what is it that you want us to focus on? Um, as we are planning for this wedding. And I remember it like it was yesterday. He said to me, focus on loving one another because love is a perfect bond of unity. And that's in Second Peter. I looked it up. I literally went on Google because I knew it was a, a, a scripture, but I, <laughs> I looked that up on Google and, you know, Second Peter came up. So that is a scripture. But um, <clears throat> three years later, the Lord is just helping me to see exactly what he meant. Um, attraction is important. Yes, definitely it's important. But we are to show love through action, most importantly, because beauty fades. The word says that beauty fades. Um, and there are some couples out there who had bad accidents and they still have to love one another. Um, so that's what the Lord has been teaching me. And he's teaching me even more. And this is just an exciting journey. And it helps me to love Sheldon past you know, may, you know, the wrongs that he do or pass, um, just everything pass. It, it just helps me to love him pass everything and give him unconditional love. And, and also when you put love into action, it brings those feelings. It brings, you know, those feelings. Come. So it's the Lord's mind is, totally different than how we think his th as the word says his thoughts are not our thoughts his ways are not our ways and that's so very true because we want feeling first and then and then we'll do the action but the lord is the total opposite and his way is we're really opposite he's right and we're opposite but his ways is no do the action and feelings will follow so i just wanted to share that um what the lord is is teaching me Yes, and the same thing goes for me as well. I'm learning to just, I'm learning how to love India more and more every day. You don't sound enthused at all. I don't like that. <laughs> Do I, you love me, really? <laughs> as I'm trying to speak to the listeners <laughs> and let them know how I feel. I seek to love my wife more and more every day. And it is a struggle <laughs> because sometimes I do focus on the fact that I do get annoyed by her a lot. 
not sometimes, a lot. Okay, we get it. So, <laughs> so, but it's it's all just in learning. And marriage is a, as I've always known, but I'm learning firsthand that marriage is a marathon. It's not a sprint. So, what can be, what can be, uh, what could be possibly today uh, won't be the same thing about three, four years or 10 years down the line. You don't know. It's, it's a marathon. You have to work through through this each and every day. Doing life with somebody each and every day is, 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 is going to be a lot. So we're working through um, we're working through them each and every day, uh, loving each other as the Lord has commanded us to love, um, loving our children as the Lord has commanded us um, to do. I mean, commanded us how to love them, bringing them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. And uh, this is this is this is our family life. This is who we are. This is who's behind the mic. <laughs> Indeed, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, anything else you want to add? Any more stories that you want to <laughs> reveal to the people? No, I think that's it. <laughs> well. We would like to thank you guys for listening in on this episode five of the Hope Changers podcast. Yes, thanks so much, guys. We um, we really hope that you enjoyed this particular episode. We enjoyed doing it. We decided to just, you know, want to relate more and just be more open as uh, a podcast. Just be more open with you guys. Um, so any questions that you want to ask us either about our family life or um, whatever about Hope Changers as a, a, a um, ministry or, or company or whatever. Um, any questions you have, uh, even if you just want to comment, um, just hit us up on our email. It's info at hopechangersintl.org. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we have a website, which if you're listening to this, you're probably on the website, uh, maybe. But if you're not, it's uh, Hope Changers intl.org we do have a um twitter page and we have an instagram instagram is hope changers intl i think there's an underscore there um but you can just type it into google it'll, it'll come up um and twitter is the same hope changers intl all right so we are so glad that you guys decided to listen in on uh, episode five of uh, the hope changers podcast we love you um and god bless you Good night.